0: I am Sarah-Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today we are discussing the essence of Enneagram work yes like the truest essence of all but first today's rosebud and thorn so my rose today is that i am happy to tell you that the doors to the enneagram summit are officially open the enneagram summit is something that i do every single year and it is an absolutely incredible experience if you are interested in the enneagram at all it is So good. So many of my favorite Enneagram teachers join in and share what they are currently exploring when it comes to the Enneagram. In addition, we are doing Enneagram panels this year, which are my favorite thing ever. I we do like a groupings of each of the Enneagram types and you get to really get a well rounded feel for the numbers. I will be there for those who purchase the all-access pass, doing Facebook Live calls every single day of the week that the Summit is live, and it is just the best. If you are listening to this in real time, tickets are on sale right now and are at the early bird rate, meaning you could save some money on your ticket all week this week. The link to join is in the show notes, so don't miss out. My thorn today is the day has come that the dogwoods are gone. The flowers have fallen and they're just trees again. My bud is that, honestly, is it cheesy to say the Enneagram Summit? This is kind of an intense season of my life, like a full month of things being very, very busy, very, very hectic, but it culminates in this amazing thing where I get to meet so many of you. I get to meet so many of my mentors and teachers and people who I admire. It's really cool. So um, I'm going to say the Enneagram Summit. I think that sounds cheesy, but it's true. Okay, friends, today I wanted to share with you the heart and soul of how I think about the Enneagram and specifically our work with the Enneagram and what I hope we are able to accomplish when we think about our own Enneagram journeys. Let's do it. It may be a bit unsurprising if you listen to this podcast a lot, and I hope it's not too disappointing, but ultimately, the way I think about your Enneagram type is that it's the story of who you thought you had to be in order to be loved, safe, accepted, successful, all of those things, all the things we're trying to earn. I'm going to say it again. The Enneagram is who you thought you had to be in order to earn good things in life. So for type ones, they had to be good and appropriate. Twos had to be helpful and giving. Threes, successful. Fours, significant. Fives, informed. Sixes, supported. Sevens, happy and free. Eights, strong. Nines, easy to get along with. These are the standards we learned were necessary for being good and acceptable in the world. It's the standard we've held ourselves to and likely the standard we hold others to as well. And the problem with that is it it puts us in the position to to constantly earn our place through the tactics we've adopted. And the thought of laying those tactics down, it's scary, right? Like, this is how I've survived this far. This is how I've gotten through life. And so I can't not be the thing I think I have to be. It's scary but because it means we risk a loss of place. We think it means we're going to lose our worthiness, our love, our belonging. And the journey to growth here is in allowing ourselves to be seen and loved in the truth of what we are at the moment, expanding beyond the limitations that our Enneagram type places on us. Meaning, we are invited through working with the Enneagram into more than our Enneagram type. This can be really practical in the sense that our Enneagram type can often have unhealthy or unhelpful behavior patterns. So there's this one phase, in my opinion, where we work on shifting that behavior. Maybe ones work on being easier on themselves and on others, twos work on taking care of themselves and honoring their giving, not just to receive. Threes work on how it feels to live, not just what they can accomplish. Fours work on being outside of a defined identity, but appreciating themselves without like a clear title or thing or significant um, purpose. Fives work on taking action on their ideas. Sixes work on mindfulness and trusting themselves. Sevens can work on sitting with negative emotions and follow through. Eights work on vulnerability and not burning out. Nines may work on speaking up and prioritizing their tasks. But this is still just glimpsing the surface of what we really want to do. Because what we really want to be doing with the Enneagram is stepping out of that box. Being more than what we thought we had to be. Accepting that we are innately worthy, innately good, innately lovable. That these are not things earned through good behavior or over-sacrificing or being someone's bright light They are given because we, just like everyone else, are human and worthy of support and love. It's in this process that we are able to move outside of our limitations. We're able to not over-identify with our Enneagram type. We no longer feel the pressure to say, I'm being such a type 7 with guilt in our veins. Instead, we are able to say, I am learning, I am growing, I am becoming more of me. Friends, we will continue this conversation with some intentional practice tomorrow, but I am so excited about if this conversation intrigues you, I want to send you a personal invitation to join us for the summit this year. We have talks ranging from conflict resolution, Enneagram in the workplace, all the way to different think ways to think about the lines, how the Enneagram is evolving. The people teaching are my teachers, my friends, my mentors, and my heroes, and they are generously giving you their time, and it's one of the most incredible things we get to be a part of each year. I hope you join us. Link is in the show notes, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.